Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 9th of December. The fallout continues this morning after Harry and Meghan's tell-all documentary was released on Netflix overnight. The first three episodes dropped on the streaming platform last night, revealing the couple first met on Instagram and why Prince Harry was late for their first date. Harry and Meghan also opening up about the fractures within the royal family, how they didn't protect Meghan during the intrusion of the media and paparazzi, and the role race played. As far as a lot of the family were concerned, everything that she was being put through, they had been put through as well. So it was almost like a rite of passage. And I said, the difference here is the race element. But truth be told, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how good I was, no matter what I did, they were still going to find a way to destroy me. Overnight, Buckingham Palace and Kensington Palace have both denied they were contacted for comment for the documentary, despite Netflix saying at the start of the series the royal family was approached. Part two of the series will be released next week. To today's other news now and state and territory leaders will meet virtually today for National Cabinet to discuss our ongoing energy crisis. It comes after the nation's energy ministers agreed to develop a capacity investment scheme to boost our renewable energy industry and ensure Australia has backup power supply. Federal Energy Minister Chris Bowen says governments are willing to do what is necessary to help Australians with soaring power bills. It is not the fault of Australians that power prices are so high that every government around the world is dealing with these challenges. Meantime, Shadow Energy Minister Angus Taylor says it's important to start the green revolution, but Labor needs to consider using natural gas stocks first until we have reliable, renewable energy sources. That's the key. Um, it worked for us when we were in government. Uh, I'm confident it will work again, but that's, that's what we need to see and uh, that will help to provide that affordable, reliable energy for all Australians, both for households and for heavy industry that we need. But will the new deals really lead to a cut in our soaring power bills? We'll have more details coming up shortly in Business and Finance with Scott Phillips. Former Australian cricket captain David Warner's manager has made bombshell new claims about Cricket Australia. James Erskine suggesting the unnamed officials at the cricket body gave players permission to tamper with the ball more than a year before the 2018 ball tampering scandal. He's alleged on SEN Radio they were given approval after Australia's loss to South Africa in late 2016. Warner said that we've got to reverse swing the ball. And the only way we can reverse swing the ball is basically um, uh, by tampering with it. So they were t- told to do it. When the truth comes out, everyone's going to turn around and say, well, why was David Warner picked up on? Cricket Australia is yet to respond to the allegations. To WA now, where a 17-year-old will front a court in Perth today charged with the alleged murder of a pregnant woman. Our reporter, Alicia McFarlane, has the details from Perth. That's right. The teen boy is being put on trial after allegedly causing the death of a 30-year-old woman in a Perth shopping centre car park. Diane Miller, who was five months pregnant, died a week ago after she was allegedly hit in the head with a piece of cement, sending her into cardiac arrest. 
It's alleged the rock was hurled through the passenger window of a car she was sitting in as a result of a brawl occurring nearby. The teen's charge was originally grievous bodily harm, but police yesterday upgraded it to murder. The victim's family believe he should be charged with a double murder, though, accounting for the death of Miller's unborn baby. Millions of Medibank customers will be locked out of the health insurance's services from tonight as the company attempts to overhaul its security system. It comes two months after the medical insurance giant was at the centre of Australia's biggest ever data hack. IT analyst Val Quinn has told Channel 7 foreign security experts from Microsoft will be taking over its IT system from 8.30 tonight. It just shows how significant an overhaul their systems need and maybe even how poor they were to begin with. And our foreign affairs and defence ministers will head to Tokyo today where they'll ask Japan to join military exercises with the US and Australia. It comes after meetings in Washington with their US counterparts on security in the Pacific. Professor John Blackson from the ANU says it's important to cement these already close relationships. Historically, Japan has been close to the United States, as has Australia, but those relationships have been close in a separate manner. What we're seeing is a triangulation of what was considered like the hub and spokes approach to alliance management from Washington. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Scott Phillips from The Motley Fool. Scott, good morning. Now, many thought it wasn't possible, but it seems, fingers and toes crossed, a deal with the federal and state and territory governments over our ongoing energy crisis may be close, but the big question is, will it really mean we will see a cut to our skyrocketing power bills? Oh, Tash, good morning. That is such a great question. It does seem like it's getting a little bit closer, at least for some states. New South Wales Treasurer Matt Keane saying they were close to a deal. I think we're almost his exact words. Uh, No surprise, by the way, New South Wales is the next government to face an election, and the deal they're looking to do isn't actually going to be paying back the state. It's going to be putting down prices for consumers. You'd almost think that was a pre-election activity. I'll leave the politics to somebody else, suffice it to say. Uh, Look, it should have some impact if they're able to do it. The big challenge whether companies that are selling coal and oil need to be compensated. It looks at this stage as though they will. So we might get a slightly lower bill, but unfortunately we'll be paying for it some other way with federal and state governments probably picking up the tab. Yeah, we always lose out, don't we? Meantime, (laughs) very interesting, this review currently underway with the RBA, Scott. And Mm. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says it will influence whether the RBA boss, Dr Philip Lowe, is reappointed. Yeah, I'll tell you what, who'd be a senior public servant? I mean, I guess the salary is probably the answer. Salary is great. Exactly. But, yeah, no, he's, he's now on the hook. He's going to have to wait for three or six months until this review is done. Everybody's put their oar in the water on this one. We've had business, we've had the unions, we've had ACOS, the Council of Social Service. Everybody wants a bite of the RBA review. Everyone's got their own view about what should or shouldn't happen and whether Phil Lowe should stay in the job. Jim Chalmers keeping his options well and truly open as to whether or not Phil Lowe does get another term as RBA governor. Look, I'm on the record on this one. I, I, you know, he's, he's made some big mistakes. The question really shouldn't be, did he make a mistake? But is he now and does he remain the best person for the job? If he is, despite his mistakes, he should be reappointed. If not, then the Treasurer absolutely should find someone who's better fitted to the job. Scott, around two weeks before Christmas Day and the property market is set for one last hooray for 2022. Yeah, this weekend is supposed to be apparently the biggest weekend for auctions since May. Uh, So we're really coming out in force. And I guess that makes sense. Just seasonal, mostly uh, CoreLogic starter saying, you know, this is is effectively the last week 
uh, of, of serious auction volumes before they drop away but before Christmas and then obviously early January. There's not much going on either. It's an interesting time, very difficult time, because it's going to be a question of clearance rates how much are we paying, how many properties get sold. But then over the next three or four weeks, we kind of won't have that insight into the market. Not the world's worst idea. We can all take a couple of weeks off over Christmas. But uh, just a reminder, while the RBA has put its eighth interest rate increase through, and it itself is going to have January off from these RBA uh, interest rate decisions, we won't have as much information, as much data as what's happening in the property market. And the auctions that do happen won't be super clear. But this weekend, at least one last chance for auctioneers and home sellers to get the deal done before the silly season. Very interesting to see what happens with the property market in 2023. Scott, thanks so much. Thanks, Tash. Time for sport now with Josh Conway. Lots of controversy off-field with cricket, Josh, but on the field, the Aussies have enjoyed another dominant day against the West Indies. Yeah, they have, starting the second test in grand style over in Adelaide. Unbeaten centuries to Manus Labuschagne and Travis Head demoralising the tourists in the pink ball test. Australia will resume later today at three for 330, with Labuschagne on 120 and Head 114. It was Head's first test ton in front of his home crowd, and they sure did love it. Driving, beautiful shot. While for Labuschagne, his incredible form continues, striking his third century in as many innings. His test average is now higher than Steve Smith, can you believe? That's the guy regarded as the best since Sir Donald Bradman. But Marnus says he just wants to keep the good form rolling. When you're going well, you just want to make sure you're, you're able to stay on that momentum and that rhythm as long as you possibly can. Because we all know as creators, when the coin's on the other head, it's it, it, it can happen so quickly. You can, of course, catch every ball this summer live on the Listener app. And Josh, Brisbane has stunned the AFL world with an absolute monster deal. Yeah, quite incredible news yesterday. They've signed key forward Eric Hipwood to a monster new contract, the 25-year-old inking a six-year deal to tie him to the Lions until the end of 2029. Hipwood has kicked 188 goals in his 127 appearances for the Lions and enjoyed a solid final series after coming back from a torn ACL, but it is certainly quite the show of faith. And just a day after Nick Kyrgios claimed it was an easy decision to snub Australian Davis Cup selection for a seven-figure payday in a Saudi Arabian tennis tournament, the Aussie was sent packing overnight in the first round by Englishman Cameron Norrie. Kyrgios added if Aussies embraced him more, he'd be more inclined to don the green and gold. Just when you think the drama surrounding him has settled, he comes out with this. Never a dull day with Nick or in the sporting world. That is what is making news this morning. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. Happy Friday. Thank you. And superstar singer Celine Dion has revealed she's being diagnosed with a rare neurological disorder known as stiff person syndrome. The 54-year-old singer taking to Instagram overnight to share the news. Hello, everyone. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to reach out to you. I miss you all so much. And I can't wait to be on stage talking to you in person. As you know, I've always been an open book. And I wasn't ready to say anything before. But I'm ready now. Celine says she's been dealing with serious health issues for a long time, with the new condition also causing her muscles to spasm uncontrollably. The singer's been forced to cancel her upcoming shows and tours across the UK and Europe. 
And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. And we'll see you Monday. Listener.